They're sitting on a couch. It's usually just two characters or sometimes three characters. They're always talking and sitting. They're just sitting in a chair. The pacing sucks. There's no style to anything. It's so boring. From the concrete shores of Arlington, Texas, this is the Approximate Podcast with your hosts, Jamie French and Orion Quest. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Approximate Podcast. My name is Jamie French, and on today's episode, we're going to discuss dating. We have a new friend in the studio, and uh, we're going to get perspectives from all over the map, trans, gay, and even straight. So uh, go ahead, listen up, and we'll get back to you at the end of the show with uh, some new information about how to contact the podcast. Uh, So yeah, we'll see you then. Check it out. And you, above all others, you talking talking to that mic. I know, it's like a firing squad. I regret nothing. Yeah, I do. And eventually I'll replace all the uh, cheap dollar store mics with my really awesome professional mic. But right now, fuck y'all. <laughs> so. Okay, so um, first of all, uh, I need to formally introduce you to Orion. Orion, this is Jesse. Jesse, this is Orion. I know Jesse from. Sure, we get into the mic there. Nice um, to meet you again. There we go. <laughs> yeah, it was 14 years ago. 14 years ago uh, where I last saw Jesse. We had uh, like a fling for about two weeks. Yeah, it was a quick one. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was like, you know, of course. I don't know how to take that. 20. Take it as what it was. It was 20, 22, and, uh, and we hooked up for like a couple weeks, and then, and then we didn't. Um, but and I, then we didn't. And, and I, I brought, uh, brought Jesse to one of our shows. And uh, so that's where you briefly met. You have no, no memory of that, no. do you whatsoever? No. But mine are vague at best. There was a no. lot of drinking going on that night. <laughs> it's you. There's a lot of drinking going on every night. That's not true. No. All right, every other night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you know what? You talk amongst yourselves for a second. I'm going to go grab uh, my smokes real quick. Hi. Oh. So what have you been doing in, in the last 14 years? I have been through a lot of stuff. I have done many things. I have... Have you killed anyone? No. Have you smuggled drugs in your ass? Give me a minute. Next Give subject. Me minute. <laughs> Give me a minute. No. Okay. Did you have to check around and... No? No? Has everybody got a lighter? Nope, everybody got an ashtray? It's just me. It's just I have so many smuggling drug memories that, you know. Oh. And I don't know what's a recovered hidden memory and all that stuff. So, you know. Oh. Ah, to my you're not You're not going to loosey out on us. You're not just going to eyes dilate. We start floating and shit. No, Looking no. like a bad Puff Daddy video. Oh, <laughs> what day you want. The more money you got you spend. No, it's a it's a small world, Orion. Um, the way I met Jesse was through a mutual friend of ours, Eric. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and uh, Eric, I guess which he, one was he? Eric's a little short guy with the long hair, rock and roller guy. Oh yeah, I he's, remember him. He's been playing with music with Did us he? for seventeen years now. What's crazy is he was like a peripheral friend that I only occasionally just an acquaintance. With. And yeah. you guys probably met at I imagine maybe the church. Either that. It's a club in Dallas for those yeah. that don't know. 
I uh, think it was there, or it might have been an NA meeting. I don't know. Yeah, ain't, ain't, ain't the early 20s just a fucking blur? It just, yeah, there's bad decisions and drinking. <laughs> and, drinking and bad decisions. And fashion choices I regret. And, right. Yeah. Lots. So uh, speaking of which, that that is a, that is a good segue into what we're going to be talking about, at least initially, which <laughs> is really bad dating experiences. Oh. Really bad dating experiences. I have a couple of stories, but my my dating life is boring. I don't I never did date around a whole lot. I have these really long periods of being single and then 3 and 4 years in with someone. So my dating stories are years long. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um but I want to pass it up because he's older than all of us and has the most experience and a bit of a crazy life. I want to know what your. We'll start simple. What was your <laughs> What was your weirdest date? I'm not going to say what's your What's your worst date because that's That's, that's the icing a whole on the cake. Different story, right? <laughs> I want to know what your your weirdest date was. How old were you? Who was them? And like, give, give us the particulars. What happened? Hmm. My weirdest, <laughs> my weirdest date was about a year and a half ago. So recent. Um, unfortunately, yes. L- let me go ahead and being in love and being in a relationship. Some find it easy, some find it hard, and when you're when you're a musician, it's even worse because the demands you put on your life and the demands you put on the people that you're with, and. It can be hard for some. It could be easy for others. And growing up, you're not you're not given a book on how to do this. Yeah, no one tells you, you how to do this. Yeah, you just got to figure it out for yourself. And all that you have for examples are what you see on TV and what you see your friends do. And your friends are dicks too because they won't ever sit down and tell you this is how it works. Say so you, your parents never gave you the talk. You never got any prep from like uh like family? No, let, my sexual experience is how you I didn't learned like about the birds to, you, and the bees. You didn't get to have, you didn't get to look at like your older brother or sister and go, no. "Oh, I'm not going to do that." They were too busy fucking. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you know, uh, it's like, like, hey, brother, can you can you tell me about this sex? He's the dog. You bother me, son. You bother me, kid. Get out of here. <laughs> see, I'm trying to I'm trying to date these eight girls at one time. See, that's just crazy. Yeah, but you know, let a player play. <laughs> But um, as as of, of course, I won't. I mean, let's face it. This is this is about being honest. I won't lie. I've had more failures than successes. But your greatest success comes from the sum of your failures. If you're a smart person, you look at the things that you've done in the past. You say, "Hey, that was the wrong way to do it." So, so I figured I figured that out and and. The, the more I dated and the more mistakes I made, as I got older, I was like, there's got to be a better way to find the right person for you. Well, I used Enter to, eHarmony. Yeah. That's what yeah, I yeah. <laughs> Well, I have my list of, I have my list of popular dating sites. You can go with OkCupid. Okay Eros. You can, go, you can go, you can go with Plenty of Fish. Craigslist. Or, or, or as I like to call, yeah. No Woman Will Date You Ever. Backpage. And I feel bad for some women too, because they have the, they have the same thing. And then. Adult Dating Finder. And then, for, and then, and then there's my always personal favorite, OnlineBootyCall.com. <laughs> 
if you have to go to the trouble of going online to look up someone for a booty call, doesn't that defeat the whole purpose? Aren't you supposed to just be like, hey, what you doing? You know, I think I think it's just well, a sign that you're tired. Yes. I think it's just a sign old. that you're you're just you're done. For you to have a booty call, you have to have booty to call. Yes. You exactly. just can't. There's you <laughs> really. Can you look at your Rolodex right now and think of anybody who you could actually call at this moment and say, you know, let's hook up. Chances are no. They're either they either know you too well, don't want to do anything with you, or already in a relationship. Pretty much. So I back well back in the day when you were younger, you had about four or five of those people. Yeah. 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 You know? And they'll be the they'll be the first to tell you. There's one time I dated this one chick that um had seen her in a while, dated off and on, and I was just going because I found out she was around. And I was like, Hey, what you doing? She said, You single? I'm like, Yeah. It's like, well, I'm single too. Why don't you come over and go catch a movie sometime? You know, we don't mess around. I was like, come again? You actually said that to me? <laughs> Are she, we 12 she, now? She, she, yeah, she said, bitch, we grown. What's a little fuck between friends? I was like, ah! well, take off your clothes now. Let's get down to the get. Can I get down? And did you? I got on down. <laughs> so anyway. So anyway, um, this is one of the, here. Put on your headphones for just a second. This is what you're missing out on. Say something funny. Um. Oh, you've got effects. Yeah. Why don't you hit me with that? Why don't you hit me with that hand clap one time, son? Four eighty-five. <laughs> I can't even do it right. Yeah, you can't, I can't, can't even do it, do it right. <laughs> so. Anyway, I, I said all that to get around to the fact that all I, right, let's let's. I, I I went on a couple of dating sites, and um, as with most dating sites, you run into a lot of cool people. You get to know, you date them a couple of times, and things don't work out. You can still call them every once in a while. How you doing? This, that, and the other. I'm not a I'm not a murderer. We can talk every <laughs> once in a while. I didn't you know? cut you up and put you in my basement. How yeah. you doing? <laughs> yet, yet. It, it, but the year's still young. Yeah, it's young, you know. Get to know me. <laughs> but there was this one chick. And, oh, here we go. And um, she, it always starts the same way. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, ever since I was like 15 or 16, girls have always said, you're a very handsome man. You, you look nice. Even as I'm a big dude. I've, I've still had women come out and say, you're, you're one handsome black man. And I'm like, well, thanks. Racist? I get that a lot. Thanks, racist. <laughs> um. Uh, you mean? Be black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. What button is that? We'll be using that one I got a lot. The yellow one. The Punch. yellow one. Row, row three. <laughs> the Here yellow one. Here. One, Hold two, up. three. What up? What up? There you All go. right. A fistful of yen. Um. <laughs> so, so th- I was like, well, hey, obviously she's digging me, so we'll go out on a we'll go out on a couple of dates. Also, if you're going to be in the dating scene. Have a pecking order, a ladder, if you will, of how many dates you're going to go on, what moves you're going to make, and let them know what's going to happen. So there's no surprises, and you won't be known as Ronnie the Rapist. Uh, yeah. We need, we need the, we need the, um. And don't drink too much on a date either, because oh, that'll make you crazy. Oh, oh, shit, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so, but wait, what if. What if you feel like you're under pressure to match them and they don't they don't adhere to that rule? They think it's all about the drinking. Well then, Do you hope just that they're a lightweight. Yeah, yeah. or either that. But then it, let's face it, if you went on a website, let's face it, if you date any person, you need to be yourself no matter who it is. So, if you don't drink, then don't fucking drink. 
You know, wait for them to get drunk and do what you got to do. Not anyway, a match. <laughs> Not a match. <laughs> Not a match. So I meet, <clears throat> this, I meet this one chick. Here we go. This is and, what I want to hear. And as with all women you meet, or with every person you meet, you meet their representatives first. When you date me, when you first meet me on a date, you're gonna re- you're gonna meet my representative. Hi, <laughs> it won't be after till the second or third date that you get to start knowing the real me. Because on the second and third date, we go to places that are more intimate, clubs, movies, places that I like, places that are quiet, so we can talk about me and about you, and we get to know each other. But the first couple of dates, we're hey, trying. Can, we're can just, I ask you this? Uh, what would happen if you were just your awful self right off the bat? Does that mean you'd never get laid? Is there a purpose for putting on a front during the first couple dates? It's just what people do. It's like yeah. a nice thing to do. But why? Because, because if they're, also, if, it, if you do make it to date eighteen, then everything, all the guards are down. Well, well I was about to say, and if you're being yourself, that's not going to matter. Why not skip to the end and let them know the awfulness that you are well, if <laughs> right off the bat? If you're, well, I'm saying that because I'm a polite guy by nature. So I'm a polite guy through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I don't need to whoop ass unless ass needs to be whooped. I don't need to come out. I don't need to come out and be fucking leather face domination guy unless that needs to come out of the box. But that's a necessity. That's not a part of my makeup. Who you? You, you know just, me. I've not changed. You, you know me as the guy that I am. You don't tell everyone all your business like the first time you meet him either. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes yeah, with you gotta get through, me. Yeah, you got to get through. You got First of all, you got to get to know him because you never know if the bitch is crazy. For real. She may never know if you're crazy because let's face it. So is it not good to just air it all out? Well, like like right away? You go no, on a date not right away. Like, I no. got 10 but kids. Is that, but I'm, is that more for their comfort and their, you know, or is or are we being that way for ourselves? No, we're being that way for them. It's that whole social contract thing right. that everybody does. It's bullshit. Yes, true. It is. But it's just the way that people function. And people tend to like it a lot more when you are nice when you first meet them and put out your best front, you know. You know, because this is the – eventually, this is the person that if everything works out, you're going to go see their parents. Mm-hmm. This is the person that – that the the – Make no mistake, when I date someone or when you date someone... I make very few mistakes. plan, of course. (laughs) Cut that motherfucker on right now. (laughs) Bitch, you working overtime tonight. (laughs) Um, Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, My intent intent to be in a relationship is to be in a relationship for the rest of my life. I mean, I'm trying to find the one that that's going to be it. So every time wait, you wait, get involved, now, it's, it's with the ultimate goal of things worked out of it being a long-term relationship. Good yeah. question. And when did when is that a matter of your age, or has it always yes. been that way? Yes, it's a matter of my age. When I was, let's go back. You <laughs> can do it. I believe in you. Obviously, you're not understanding what I'm saying. That to me, for me, maybe I just not ask for you. So maybe I can not understand for you. Better. But for me, I believe that there are things that you should do in your life. Okay. There is a system of things. Once again, a ladder, if you will. Certain <laughs> things you need to do to be a citizen. Certain things you need to be to do to be a person. More importantly, certain things you need to do to be considered in the world we live in as we know it, a man. 
Like, All right. But, but how much does that factor into the choices that you make, the whole being a man thing? Like, Well, first of all, when you're between the ages of 18 and 30, you must divide and conquer as much pussy as you can on the planet. You are young. You are virile. You are designed to 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 fuck some hoes. Is, is that from the standpoint of somebody that was you were taught to be that way? Or is it from the standpoint of who you are sexually gender wise like that's your naturalness or is that a a result of of uh being taught through culture through your immediate surroundings that that's what a man is yes Uh, it's a mixture of both it's a mixture of both it's a mixture of both fair enough because it was Um, very different for me in my 20s the whole being a man thing like that it's not even a thing that entered my mind my dad tried so hard he tried so hard. <laughs> well, we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about what encompasses a man later on. You can. Well, I'm, I'm just talking about a facet. One of the facets is yeah. that that you should be in the end a man should be able to have relationships of any type with people of the opposite sex. Why you, you have a relationship. Yeah, you have a relationship with your mom. That's a relationship of a mother and a son. You have a relationship with your teachers and your peers. That's the relationship of, of learning and relationships of being in a social network, girlfriends, technically girlfriends. Friends that are girls. Yeah. Then you have the relationship that is more intimate, which is um, having a partner that you that you that you cuddle and and kiss and at the right age have sex have sex with and then there's that girl who is really cool and y'all are friends and y'all can hang out and whatever but she does tend to have sex with you every once in a while because that's just how it happens to happen yeah for some people you lucky motherfucker yeah where did you meet them i'm just saying like all the girls that i know like i know a lot of sluts so oh so so it's slut.com the one you went to (laughs) no these are just my friends slutdate.org well So I'm their leader, but that's, that's leader. another thing. I'm gonna rein it in for just a second. I want you. This whole this whole thing started because I want to know the weirdest date you've been on. You said it was recent. Yes. Jump into that. Let's hear okay. that craziness. Yes, I will stop doing that because I'm trying to set it up. Let's just let's just let's just get to the business, shall we? <laughs> when I met her, she was a very nice, polite lady. But the more I started to date her the more crazy shit she would do. Can you name names? Should we warn men? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. The rule The rule about dealing in shit is you have to be careful to make sure none of this shit gets back on you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, and a gentleman never kisses and tails anyway. That bitch Laura. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'll just kid. Uh, so I found, I found out that why she was the way she was She's a very aggressive lady. She didn't take no shit from nobody, uh, you know. And <sighs> like, get loud in public places. Yeah, she and- get loud in public places. And I'm I'm not a loud person. Mm-hmm. I'm a very passive guy. Like I said, there's a time to be aggressive and there's a time to be passive. And as my rule book states, confront your enemies, avoid them when they can, when you can. That's what I. That's that's one of my favorite lines. Um, but for the most part, I'm a I'm a friendly guy. You got to really put me into a corner for me to do anything because no, I got to make it worth my while. Yeah, you know. And um, so one one night we were talking, and 
we were talking about sex, which eventually when you date, eventually you're going to talk about it. Whether you do it or not, it's not of any relevance. But you do want to talk about it, let people know where you're staying. Yeah. And she was talking about, you know, my last boyfriend treated me like shit. So I'm, I take it very carefully to people I have sex with. And I tell her, well, you don't have to worry about that with me. When you're ready, you let me know. I'll be around. We can do this to the time we get ready to do it because I'm a patient guy. So about two dates later, we're, we're back at my place, which on my dating scale, that's where you're going to be when you're going to you're going to you're going to eventually take them to to your place. And my plans was just to, you know, take them back to my place and we'll just watch a movie, you know, see what happens. Yeah, see what happens. The next time we watch a movie, I'll be a little bit more aggressive, but I already know that 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 she's been treated bad. So let it let it let it go at her pace, not at my pace. So we get through watching the movie and it's late. It's like, well, it's about time for me to take you. And I couldn't even get take you out. And she just, she starts kissing on me all of a sudden. And I, not yet. I said, I said, are you sure you want to do this? Now, normally, normally when a woman, what you expect to hear from a woman is, Yes, I'm sure. ready. I'm wanted. I want to do this. Just something as simple as that. Yeah, sure would be nice. Her words in that quote was, "Do you want this pussy or not?" Oh my! <laughs> Did you? Yes, please. You had to have been a little scared though, because that's like kind of hell. Yeah, I was scared. Wow, yeah. I, I, I do. I from this moment, I'm like, I'm in the bed with a fucking roughneck. This bitch is not fucking about. <laughs> I better do what I got to do. And so, I'm starting kissing on her, and she's getting all, she's grabbing me, and I hate to use the word, but she's manipulating my body to get it on the bed. And so, I roll her over, and and I do my thing, and and um. I'm going to break that over your fucking head. <laughs> I need to, what I need to do is learn how to not press it twice. I'm getting too anxious. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep going. So, I, 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 you know, I, I do what I got to do. And, and she, 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 she enjoys herself. And then I look up to her and I'm like, do you enjoy? I can't get, do you enjoy that? She grabs my arm in an MMA like style move and yanks me over. By the time I know it, I'm on the bed and she's doing me. She's 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 going down on me. Strap on action. Yeah. Nice. Oh, you got jokes. <laughs> God damn, where's that? Anyway, um, no. She's not doing me like that, but let's just say, let's just say she's she's doing her thing. She's speaking directly into the microphone. Yeah, literally, yes. <laughs> I love them. Right? Right? Um so we we do our thing and and um it was it was quite it was quite violating I mean <laughs> so I mean, okay so I'm, I'm the guy in the relationship I'm the guy trying to trying to do this and I feel kind of I feel kind of you know let me suck my thumb I need a safe space I need, yeah yeah I need hold on let me get some milk in <laughs> Some warm milk and try to calm the fuck down. I feel impure. I feel, I feel dirty. I need milk and a story have and a blankie. Have you ever seen that part where 
Ace Ventura finds out Einhorn is fecal. I'm so glad we are taking video of this because you <laughs> So so anyway, I'm I'm we're driving home. We're driving home and um she wants to get she wants to get something to eat. So um something we stopped, that was not penis. Yeah, something that was not penis. Okay. We're we're done. We're out of we're safely out of that zone. <laughs> and um we stop and get something to eat and she's 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 just jaw jacking this this lady in this in the in the booth. So I try to I try to drive off and get out of there. Then she looks at me like, "Why you drive while I'm talking to her?" Oh man! Oh, and oh, I said, wow. I said, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, but I wasn't gonna sit there and let you be crazy in my fucking car. Please try to remember you're in my car. Mm. She's like, um, "Well, well, I'm, I'm hungry. Can I eat this?" I'm like, "Not my car." To which she looks me dead in my eyes. Pulls out the food and eats it in front of me. Wow, nice. What now? Jesus. Mm. So, I just turn on my music, drive her to her house. Wait, wait, at that point, something something must have flipped in your head. Oh, at th- that point. What? Hold on, let's go back to what? the let's go back to the <laughs> Olympic style move she pulled up here earlier. That point, I was like, art, 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 red alert, red <laughs> alert. You know. Sure, but that could just be craziness in the bedroom. When you go into a real life, just boring ass day to day situation, like you're at a drive through, and there's that level of drama you gotta deal with, what is going through your head when that happens? Because Make that's a, two a red flag, like a motherfucker. What do you think? Two thinking? things that tells me she's a she's an alpha female. She's been beat up, and she don't want to be beat up no more. She's gonna run this thing her way, or get the fuck out of her way. And I can understand it, and I can respect that because there are alpha males, there are alpha females. However, but also, I get that. Thank you. However, it'll be the last time she does it. Because if you know me, you know that my biggest thing, my biggest thing is common courtesy, common courtesy for my house, so, common courtesy for my car. So it was, it was beyond me. alpha because alpha just means uh, confidence, assertive. assertive. But what you're saying was it went over the line. Yeah. It went over the line yeah. and, and there she was, was a She was trying problem. to mark her territory. She was trying to prove who was boss. She's like, no, I said no pickles. Yeah. And um, I ended up being the boss. <laughs> so so um, but, but through being a boss, which is appropriate alpha, through not being aggressive and combative, but by saying, I, I know what's healthy. And so I will end this without any fanfare, drop her off, and I simply never have to talk to her again. Well, all you can think no, about. that's not what happened at the end of the date. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. The, so at the, at the end of the date, at the end of the date, I looked at her and I said, did I tell you not to eat in my car? She said, yeah, uh, but I was hungry. Good. And I said, good. Okay. You have a good night. Wow. And she got out of my car, and before she said anything else, I pulled off and left. So you were appropriately assertive, but you put a stinger on it. Oh yeah, for your you know. yeah. Well, I you called her back. Be- I called her back three days later. Said we can't do it. There's too many rats in the fucking box. Well, you Either I'm going to run the ship, or you're going to run the ship. And obviously, you want to run the ship. Whoa, 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 whoa! You just said something really heavy there. Either I'm on a or you're on a. Yeah. Is if. If what you're saying is correct, and this date is as recent as it was, then that would fall under your mindset of trying to find a life partner. Do you think a 
assuming she was cool. Let's assume she was cool. And, and not crazy. And not crazy. Would you still feel that way? Or do you, do you think a working relationship is a partnership or a dominant, submissive well, she already put him ordeal? On the let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me. Yeah, that's a good question. And let me answer that the way that I answer all things. Before I say this, a quick disclaimer. You like tacos you, is not an answer for you everything. You know me more than anybody else. It is safe to say that even sometimes you know me better than I know myself. The way that I treat my life is the way that I treat all things across the board. And you know that. You know okay. that is a fact. I know that is a fact. You know that is a fact. Mm -hmm. Now, the question that you ask is, how do you see the hierarchy in a relationship? Well, let me ask you this. How do you see the hierarchy in our relationship? It is one and the same, is it not? Okay, let me explain to you how I see it so you, okay. that way you know. Yeah, okay. Because I already know. As far as I'm concerned. I got concerned, the better answer. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you run the ship. You're the captain of the ship. You say where things go, and I'm down with that. In the event that you need somebody, someone to have the king's ear, or in this case, the queen's ear, someone who needs to someone who needs to be that type of person that can motivate you to do the things you need to do. That's my job. In the event that you are not able to perform yours, sounds like a bad queen, a bad yeah, beauty, queen. beauty queen speech. But in the event that you're not able to do your things, that's when I step up and do my thing. Okay, so it's it's not Okay, okay. So this is this sounds like a matter of semantics here. What I was going to goof on you on is that I don't think any healthy long-term relationship is built on leader follower. I think you're putting names on things to describe something that's actually true and that is if you're just trying to find a mate. If 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 you're built to just want a mate, then I'm not talking uh polyamorous shit i'm not talking weird shit that you do in college i'm saying <laughs> if if you're old and you're tired and you just want to find a somebody you're looking to settle and you're looking to settle um what you need is not a submissive to your dominance definitely or a dominance to your submissive the thing that we're trying to find that is the hardest thing to find is somebody that fills in our gaps yes. and that we can fill in their gaps as best as possible. Yes. And that we don't, we don't need to put labels like king, queen. Oh, uh, I need a label. We, I need, I need that. I need that. I need to know. We, uh, use, well, we use those, the, we use those because we can't think of better ways to describe. Those wait, things. no, no, this is interesting. Why, why do you need the label? What well, in you okay. needs that label? In my relationship, my man is strong where I'm deficient, and I'm very strong where he's deficient. Okay, and so between the two of us, things work out. Okay, but. If there's something going on and I want it to stop or if, you know, things are happening that I don't like, basically I'm the one that gets to say, okay, no, this stops now. I am pulling my card here. Like, do what I say. This is not cool. We're done. And he generally goes along with that, you know. And it's not it's not a matter But of, but you said you want that label. Yes, Where's that I, label I want, come into play in what you queen. just described? I want to I want to run everything. Okay, but, queen, but that means he's king. 
and not that and that denotes a certain amount of dominance that makes you unequal. But see, he can, I can dominate him in the social sphere and stuff, and then when we get in the bedroom, those tables can turn. Oh, oh, let me get this straight. You want the label for yourself? Yes, for me. Here's what I was gonna say. I I immediately misunderstood you. I thought you were gonna say that it's necessary for him to be the king and you to be a submissive lesser because. <laughs> and I was gonna say if that's the case is. Is that a sexual thing? I get that. Um, it's when you find that person that is the right person. All that stuff you don't even have, really have to talk about that stuff. It all just works itself out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that I've had probably more than an hour of relationship talk with my significant other in the years and years that I've been with him. Really? Because those things just. They naturally work. Yeah, that person is the right person for you, and you're the right person we, for them. We we huh. use describers because when you're on when you're on the, the the frequency, the only way other people will understand what you're saying is to describe using a describer. In a relationship, it 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 acts as its own thing. Like if I get loud, if we're at the doctor and the nurse pisses me off, and I get loud and I start being like, "Oh hell no, you didn't!" and nah, 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 nah. My old man is going to get embarrassed. He's going to look down. He's going to kind of ignore me and act like he's not with me. And, you know, when we get in the car, he's going to be like, what the hell was that? Why were you acting crazy in the doctor's office? What what was the yelling and the screaming for? Mm -hmm. But he's not going to stop me from doing the yelling and the screaming because he knows that's just going to make it worse. Mm -hmm. So he just lets me. But, I mean... It's all a give and take. When you have that right person, all of that social stuff, all it of that. It balances itself it, out. It just does, yes, yes. Hmm, hmm, okay. At, See, okay, go ahead. At go least ahead. when you're when you're in an older person's relationship, you know, and you're not in your 20s and sleeping around and playing and stuff. Sure. When you're actually trying to, like, live with somebody and be with them all the time, like, you know, it, it has to work like that or else – it's not going to work out when you live with someone like that. Like, you have to be that give and take with them. I'm going to, okay, I totally understand where you're coming from. I'm going to say what I, okay, so I'm going to make an argument for no labels. Okay. I'm going to make an argument for no labels. Instead of saying that this person is the king and this is the queen or this is the sub and this is the dom or whatever word you want to use, I think that the mere act of being able to fill in someone's gaps and vice versa establishes an even ground that negates from that point on when you really do find that person and the puzzle pieces really lock. Yeah. That names don't matter anymore because you're one with someone. And I say this in addition to substantiate the argument I just made. I think maybe, just maybe, people that find the one but still use the names are... I, I Okay, I think that a good sign that you are worthwhile to share your life with somebody else is that you could... You could Prove yourself to be a person that survives and exists and, and can find happiness without anybody. And like once you, you reached, yeah, it, 
to a point, to a point, you have you have your flaws. Yeah. You know, you have your misunderstandings. You're uneducated about certain things, but by and large, you found an equilibrium that lets you be happy whether you have somebody or not, and that ha- wanting that that other person um, is kind of a luxury item. And that the only person that's going to fit you at that point, once you've reached that strength as an individual, is another equally strong individual. And when they lock into your system, names go out the door. Um, Is is that is that a valid argument? But those roles are still there, even if you're not using the labels, because there are times where mild man is like the man. And he's doing stuff because he's the man. But before you met him and found the the man character, were you able to say about yourself, I am the man? Oh, of course. Of course. Fair enough. Of course. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I mean, and that's just it. I'm secure enough with myself to let him be oh, the man. Oh, that's, the, that's the another man. thing. That's a... That's a Ooh. That's another thing. That's a whole other area we need to we need to go into real quick. The 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 woman that I'm with right now, and I'm very happy with, being with her. I, I and I want to believe in my heart that she's happy too. We sat and we dated a while, and we started to see each other more intimately. And um, before before this even began, I I I told her what what I was looking for and the I told her my philosophy on life and it's as while it is as corny it is prolific as it could possibly be when you're when you're a musician you know as a as a drummer especially a drummer when you groupies like the drummer yeah do you know whether do you know what the word prolific means um, no, not really. Profound. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna. <laughs> not really, not in the least. But I think it sounds like a cool word to say. It sounds like a cool word to say. Prolific means that you do something good a lot. I think you meant to the say Beatles profound. are. In, in, uh, as an example, the Beatles are prolific songwriters. They wrote a billion songs, and they're all amazing. Madonna is mm. sexually prolific. Yes, I've never <laughs> slept with her, but uh, I'll go with the rumor. <laughs> and what was my statement? That I said? You said oh, that, that the theory is the most prolific theory that I've ever had. Well, yeah, I can say that because I believe in it all the time. That's okay. a lot, is it not? That is a lot, yes. That's okay. We. <laughs> this is what I like about the approximate podcast. We learn, we live, <laughs> we grow, we share information. So, but but what what about her? I told her that that I think of I. Th- I think about my life like I think about tuning a drum. How you're taught to tune a drum is real simple. You tune a drum to itself. Then you tune it to the other instruments. Then the kit is tuned to the band. And then the band is tuned into the music. And then the music is is played for everybody. Yes. And that's in tune with everyone else. And when that happens, you get a you get a you get every you get a harmony yes, between a, you and the crowd. Yes. The same way that you should be in tune with your body Ew. and your room and the people that are in the room and your life. I think I think that that philosophy works in all things. And in looking for in looking for my my other, I want 
my other. I want someone that can play to my strengths and help me with my weaknesses. And the reason why I use queen as the best metaphor, because it was something my mom always said. Mm. She said, make no mistake that behind every powerful king, every powerful man, every man that has ever ruled the world, there's been a woman pulling the strings. That's right. Just remember the game of chess. You have knights, rooks, pawns, and even the king. But who is the most powerful piece on the board? The who point. is the piece that can move anywhere on the board uh, that they want? Okay. And that's and, why, who is that? She said the queen. And that's and that's fine. And that makes a whole lot of sense. I think the 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 crack in the system that I see is that we're using such powerful words to describe one another because using words of power denotes power, as in two people, power struggle. But if you're with someone that's your equal, why use words that give the impression that they have more power than me or I have more power than them? Because contrary, contrary to popular belief— Kings and queens over history are not equal— there have been some very powerful queens, but there in large part has been some much more powerful kings. And when you tell somebody that, that sense of history that we've learned throughout the ages in the back of our head tells us king means better than queen. Not necessarily. No, not no. necessarily at all. I mean, if... Because if behind, every, behind every king, there's a queen telling them what's going on. I want to kill this particular group of people. And she's like, well, no, you honey, can't. Because... Honey, you could, but if you did that, you would stop all the food that would come into the kingdom. You know what you could do? Citations why needed. A, why don't you put a tariff? <laughs> why don't you put a tariff on them so that way you can make money and, and still have your power over them. And how often has that happened in history? Probably more, a lot. More than we're allowed to think. I think that the whole reason there's a saying made about it is because it's novel, because it doesn't happen so often. It sticks out from okay. the 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 Cleopatra. One. Um, 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 Queen, Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth. But Queen Elizabeth was by herself. Yeah, but I mean, she did have her husband who oh, yeah. was the king, yeah. and he just kind of was like, "Okay, I'll let you be the queen and do your thing, whatever." And she's way more powerful than he is. Sure, and that's two examples. Um, hold on. Okay, I got more. Hold on, I know I do. Be- before you even go, you'd have to name about a hundred more examples before you met the power of kings versus the power of queens. Well, but they're powerful in different ways. A king historically is powerful for making war and conquering shit and all that. And a queen is considered powerful if she has male heirs, for one. And for two, if she's good at the game of people and social stuff and, and you know, intrigue and all, what have you. And, and they both need each other okay, to so let function. Me, let me skip further further ahead. Let's assume everyone's right and that... Kings and queens yield equal power in the collective imagination of our society. And so that maybe I'm wrong. Maybe when we hear the word king and queen as applied to our relationships, we don't feel that there's a power struggle. Um, Then where did I get that idea? It, It does come in context, though. It's the context in which you're saying those things. Context. Okay, so okay. Now we're talking about something. Context. Um, so, 
like if my old man does something really well mm-hmm. and I'm really happy and proud of him and feel like that he did something to take care of me and, and all that sort of thing, I'm going to say, wow, you really were the man when you did that. Like, you, re- you did that. I think maybe I'm – now, this is just based off the people in the room talking. Yeah. You know, this is a very small sample. Yes. Um, it Could it be that – look, I'm asking questions. I'm not saying I do or don't disagree with you. It's it's my job to keep the show moving forward. Of course. But is it is is it possibly a matter of that we are so evolved intellectually, we are so um we're of this age where we want things to be nice that we've taken all of the weight out of the word king and queen and we just use it as a simple description that doesn't connotate any kind of power struggle. I hear it used a lot more as a positive, as an encouraging thing, as a describer of someone that is doing something good or doing something well or, you know, meeting your need in a relationship, that sort of thing. I've never heard anyone say, oh, well, that queen, she was a bitch and I hated her and no, 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 no. It's not like that. Rock on. I think they use it because it's the best way to describe opposites. That's a good point. But does does that not fly in the face of equals? Now, I, I know that opposites means, like I said, filling in gaps. Everything I can't do, they can do. And that that's that's a connotation of, of oppositeness. But I don't care who you are. You can be in a relationship with whoever, and you're never going to be truly equal with that person. It's just it's not like that. The most important thing that you that I've learned in a relationship is to 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 truly love something and to and to be with it you you can possess it but you can't control it that's right that's where that's where the that's that once again these are all lovely little words to use but in the end but in the end i know that i have power because she's giving me something that no one else can give yes and those who have tried may have failed um more importantly she gives it, oh, my personal favorite, she gives it of her own free will, of her own accord. She went, if, if she, she would let me, she would let me be dominant because she chooses to let me be dominant. Yes. Not because I have to make her do anything. And there are times that's where she probably best, needs you to be dominant. That's the best part of it. That's the best part of it. And, and to a person that knows that, that makes it, all the that makes it even greater to, to it's so. about being secure enough with who you are and your role in the relationship that however the other person is or whatever they do that it's not going to make you feel slighted or hurt or unequal or any of that because you know that in the, in the end of the day when y'all both climb into bed and go to sleep you know that this is the person that's going to be there in the morning when you wake up you know this is the person that's going to be there every day you know that that Routine with that person really supersedes you getting your feelings hurt like you would by someone that you were just dating lightly, that you just met or didn't know that well. Okay, so I think I've learned something about myself today, which is great. This is exactly what I learned from the podcast. Um, so it sounds like I'm – from where from where I've been coming from to y'all, that I've been placing uh, a lot of importance on the labels while totally agreeing – I'll, this is where I'll come out and say I totally agree with what you said, um, but that I'm 
putting more emphasis and weight on the labels is completely unnecessary. I'm thinking that there's hidden meanings in in the actual labels where you guys are agreeing with everything that I think is right about a healthy relationship. So, yeah, thanks for that. Uh, the labels is a moot point. And that's what I was that's basically what I was trying to get to. Yeah. And it just as an aside, we've been using the word moot wrong completely. Like we this is one of those examples of language where we have uh like how um literally has now become figuratively. I literally can't <laughs> even with that. <laughs> Moot means general consensus, not as a given. So again, another... Uh, I thought it meant that something didn't matter. If it right. was moot, it no longer... Yeah, that's right, that's the, common, that's the common that's definition. The that's the common definition just because it sounds like the right word to use. There's something about the word, the way it rolls off the tongue, that sounds like it means doesn't matter. But what it actually means is general consensus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And just just a thing. Well, hell yeah. Just hey. a thing. Hey, the more you know. Okay, so let me cut that off there, and I want to get to Jesse because Jesse, she's had a wild life, and I, I want to know, I want to know the weirdest date you've ever been on. Okay, like if I had to say the weirdest, um, that's a tie actually. Okay. That's a tie. <laughs> it's a tie. <laughs> tie meaning more than one can yes. be considered? Yes. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Okay, so... There's a king and queen. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, I met this guy at a gas station. It is not generally... <laughs> okay, wait. It is not generally... Stop, he was stop, an employee. stop, stop. Joe Jitsu calling Dick Tracy. <laughs> Hold everything. Listen. For, uh, first of all, what age were you? I was like 22. 22. Yeah, making bad choices. Is this after or before you knew me? Um, After. Okay, great. Okay, so, oh man, I leave him in the dumps. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no, I worked, I worked up the street from this gas station. Okay. Every night I took right. my break, I'd go down there and get something to eat and a drink and stuff. And this guy worked there. And he flirted with me every single freaking time I walked in that store. I mean, he just fell all over himself stupid. Like, it was great. And he was kind of cute, and at least he had a job. So it it was not – He was. you say he's kind of cute. It was great because he was giving you the attention, not because he was a fucking hunk. Him giving me attention made him cuter than he actually was. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's the way that goes. I get that. And so he asked me out on a date, and I was like, sure. And so we went out, and we had food and everything. And back in those days, that was when I generally would put out on the first or second date. Because well, sure, you're a young buck. You well, gotta... and the way I think about it is, if you're not sexually compatible with someone, what's the point in continuing? Uh, if that is not going to work out, what's uh, the point? this this goes back to my show everything on date one. That is true. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go but ahead. hey, they're still going to get the dressed it's... up nice sex and not the not the rollover first thing in the morning sex or after I've been drinking. Yeah, they're sex. not going to. Yeah, they're not going to get the sloppy animal we've exactly. been dating for three years sex. Okay. Exactly. Sure. Fine. Okay. So I'm gonna. Bathe first. <laughs> I'm gonna bathe okay, fair point. Go ahead, your story. So we go back to his apartment and we start getting intimate. He's kissing on me, and I'm like, okay, this is great. And then we're on the couch, and he's on top of me, and I'm like, okay, this is great. So then we're fucking. And as this is going on, I'm like not that into it. I'm just kind of like, okay, let's. This is kind of lame. Let's get this done. This so yeah. he's not he's not meeting up to the whatever expectations you might have had. No. Okay. No, it was okay. false advertising definitely. <laughs> 
And um, so as this is continuing, he's continuing to talk to me in a more derogatory fashion as this is going on. And, you know, it starts out with stuff like, you know, say you're a bitch, say you're a dirty bitch, and that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, okay, I'm a bitch, I'm a dirty bitch, whatever. And then he it keeps escalating. And it's gotten to a point at this point where I'm kind of like, I don't like him talking to me like that. That's not, it's, no. This isn't funny anymore. No sooner did I think that in my head than I swear to God, he slapped me across the face. And I'm not talking, I'm not talking a little love tap. I'm talking about pop right across the face. I donkey kicked <laughs> that guy so hard, he flew off me and landed on the floor by the side of the couch. And I was like, I have dialed nine and one. Either you take me home right now or I'm about to dial the other one. What are you going to do? And he took me home. And that was weird date number one. I had no idea that was coming. I didn't even know that that was a it, possibility. It sounds like an instance of... Somebody that had a very specific idea of you as a fantasy. Yes. And as soon as you said, as soon as you gave the green light, he completely took advantage of that. Yeah. And was just in his own world and treated you like the thing he wanted it to always treat you as. Absolutely nuts. I have never, I've had a lot of sex and I have never had someone hit me in the middle of proceedings without any like warning that that was going to happen at some point. Right. Like, there was no writing crop. There was no, oh, this is S&M stuff. Like, no. So it was totally out of nowhere. Needless to say, that was the last date we went on. <clears throat> oh, oh, I know, I know. <laughs> well, you, said that, you, said there was, you said there was two, so what yes. is the second weird? So the second one is this, I had this friend, and she had a, a, a guy that used to be married to her mom, but was no longer married to her mom. And this guy was bisexual. And we met at some club or something, and he was really nice. And I didn't realize that this was the guy at, at this point, that this was my friend's ex-dad or whatever. And so, you know, he's all nice to me, and things are great and everything. And then we, we get back to his house and everything. And first thing I notice is that, you know, this house does not look like a single man lives there. Oh, goodness. It's, it's all, you know, flowers and Laura Ashley and, and, and throw pillows and shit. It's not a bachelor pad. And yeah, definitely not. And then I'm looking around even more and I'm thinking, does this guy live with his parents? Like, How charitable of you to think that. What's going on here? Well, because I was like 22-ish, 23-ish, and wow. this guy was in his... Mid thirties to late thirties. Yeah, and so I'm thinking, is is this his mother's house? Like, what is going on? Is here? this his mother's house? So I go to take a shower, and you know I'm in the shower and everything, and he's bringing me a towel and all this stuff and everything, and then all of a sudden I hear this creaking and moving in the next room, and his mother, who was like 85 in her nightgown and half crazy, comes out of her room. And sees me, like, drying myself off in the bathroom, and her son's standing right there, and she just, like, went off. She went off. It was crazy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, so your assumption was correct? Yes, he did, in oh, fact, live with his mother. Holy shit. I suspect that, I was thinking this was going to go a darker way. I suspect that <laughs> even though she's probably dead now, he probably still lives with his mother. Oh. So, oh. oh, no. Oh, no. No, seriously. Very oh, Norman Bates. Mother. Very Norman Bates. Mother blood, no. <laughs> and P.S. Meanwhile, mother. 
P.S. And meanwhile, I saw him like four years later, and he had gained like 270 pounds. Like he didn't even look like the same person anymore. How'd you see him again? I was at Poncho's of all places. And you just fucking and he saw was just, him. He was, he was just right there in the line. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Who is this person? Oh my god, oh, man. Yeah, and he was like, how you doing? I'm like, no. How you doing? Would you like no. to share some soap papillas? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> wow, wow. That's, oof. That's crazy. Um, so I've been run off by a senior, and I've been slapped by a gas station worker. So. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to cap the show with one last thing. Um, on your car ride over here, you had mentioned something about maybe there being a crazy story. About Craigslist. Oh, the Craigslist freaks. Yes. Give 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 some backstory about yourself so people have a reference okay. for when you mention Craigslist. Well, they're gonna need it. So when I'm talking about Craigslist, I'm talking like the man for man section on Craigslist where you get like, you know, father of three, wife is away, you know, kids are at school, come over and play, stuff like that. Like it's it's really testing the limits of what's okay. Wow, yeah. I, I had this guy pick me up one time. Wait, wait, wait. Now, why were you on that? So you were just trying to get laid? I was just trying to get laid. Just yeah. trying to get laid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, when I was like 16, 17, we did this thing called The Connector, which was one of those chat lines that you call. <gasps> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Me and my best friend got into a lot of trouble with that one. Wow. We are, everybody in this room is at an age to where we know how those weird, funky phone lines worked when all you had was landlines. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. There were, there were groups set up that worked. It was like a very rudimentary version of Facebook. Yes. Or, or yeah. And, and you would base it was just a system of leaving messages. <laughs> and, I know. It's so crazy. Yeah. It was so weird. And that's how people that wanted, to get outside of their house without leaving their house, the humans will find a way. And even in those dark, dingy <laughs> days of landlines, we still took the time out of our day to make the effort to find a way to not leave our house. <laughs> so so uh, you're looking to get laid. You go to the Craigslist ad, and what do you see? Okay, so it was this guy, and he said he was, like, in his mid-30s, and that he was into just, you know, normal stuff, nothing freaky. And I was thinking, okay, he looks cute, and he sent me a few pictures, and he looked okay, and I sent him some pictures, and he liked how I looked and everything. And so I was like, okay, let's hook up. So he picks me up. He's like, well, we're going to go back to my house. And I was like, okay, cool. So we get to his house. Now, meanwhile, we pull into the, the driveway, and he cuts his lights off, like, before he gets to his driveway. We pull into his driveway, and then he takes me in through the garage, and he's like, be quiet. Um, and so I'm thinking, roommates, you know, somebody. And, normal cautionary thoughts. And But I, I left it at that. I didn't say anything else, didn't ask him anything else and whatever. So we're in the bedroom, messing around and whatever. And then he says, well, I have to make this quick because my kids are going to be up in a couple hours. <gasps> oh, and my man. wife will be, too. Holy shit. And literally, I'm just like, oh, my God. So this guy put an ad on Craigslist, came and picked someone up, and then had sex with them in his guest room while his wife and his children were asleep in the rest of the house. Who does that? Oh my God! Who does that? You'd be well. It turns out you'd be surprised. <laughs> there, there are some scary and pretty sick tickets on Craigslist. I'm we're still we're still barely apes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh man! Wow! Wow! Yeah. 
Jesus. Hey, thanks for sharing that. That's, You're welcome. that's amazing. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we're going to go ahead uh, and wrap it up. Um, we only have one guest today, so guest, Jesse, what, what, if anything, do you have to plug? What do you want the people out there to know about yourself? Do you want any kind of contact information put out there? Do you have something you're peddling? Um, I'm not peddling anything at the moment, but, um, my Facebook is, what is it? I gotta see it on the actual app because I'm stupid. Do you, this is the type of thing you want out there? Uh, because what I know about you is that you are a hairdresser. Yes. Um, so you got that going for you if you wanted to let people know how to contact you for that. Well, can they can just contact me at the show's email? Could they do that? Uh, well, yeah, they absolutely can. Okay, have them contact me through the show, and I'll, I'll get back to anyone that sure. wants. I do hair, I do nails, I do makeup, I do eyelashes, I do all that stuff. And sell yourself. Make it sizzle. How um, long have you been doing this? What I've are your credentials? I've been doing hair for eight years now, and I learned way more outside of school than I ever did in school. Yeah. And I can do all types of hair. I mean, yeah. anybody. So Sweet. And you're in Arlington, Texas. Yes, Arlington. So, uh, DFW area, Oklahoma, Arkansas DFW, a little bit. DFW area mostly. You need good hair done. You go to Jesse, and you can contact her uh, through a link that we'll provide on uh, – you'll see it on all the information on awesome. SoundCloud, YouTube, and our website. So keep an eye out for that. And, uh, Orion, you have any last words? Don't date crazy bitches. Bitches be crazy. Bitches – Bitches be crazy, uh, I believe, is the, uh, uh, so, okay, good night. See y'all later. Bye. Bye. All right, so, just like I said at the top of the show, uh, we have a new way for you to contact us directly. It's called our burner line, and uh, if you have anything to say about what you just heard or saw, Hit us up at 817-673-3704. Send us a text at 817-673-3704. And, uh, yeah, we'll read what you have to say, and maybe we just might respond to you on the next show. So give us a text. Send us a message. Say whatever dumb fuck thing you're going to say. We love you.